It's that time of year again. The airwaves are full of political campaigns and slogans uh, of those running for office. These are muddied waters for the Christian, so how do we vote? What do we do as we seek to honor the Lord and yet be involved in our society? This is Consider It, where we're considering questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider It is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions regarding life, theology, or the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider your questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Consider It today. As always, let's just start with our question right up top that was submitted. It's a fun one today. It says, "It says, with an elections near, does the evangelical have the responsibility to vote? If so, what parameters should one use to reconcile controversial stances of politicians that may conflict with biblical guidelines on both sides of the political aisle we just went there yeah we just went there and i think uh yeah we're gonna go there today it's a very interesting question and you know like the question states we are getting close to that time of the year um and it's that season it's crazy it seems like it was just summertime but here we are in the fall and so here we are another election cycle yeah and, and what's interesting about the question and and i think as you know why this podcast exists is really we want to be thinking uh, biblically about kind of everyday things that we do and and i think this is uh kind of a bigger deal than just everyday things this is something that really affects us uh, day to day in our country and it's something that we all have opinions about we all you know whether Mm -hmm. you have a poli sci major or you know you're just and average Joe Schmo, we all seem to have opinions about how to run the country and who should be in charge of that, that's right? That's right, that's right. And so today we we really just want to stay, uh, I guess the parameters is, is the Bible and the right. Word of God that we know is true, that we know is inspired, and we can trust it, and it's not... Um, it's not based on a feeling or right. based on what we think is best. It's, it's we're going to look at the Word and see what what has God put before us, right? Right. In a topic that when we flesh it out applicationally, it's not black and white. Right. And I think we have to acknowledge that right up top, that there's no uh, right or wrong, there's no like clear right or wrong really thing to do. I guess there is a clear wrong, right? But there's not a clear right that we're going to find in scripture of which way to vote or who to vote for or who not to vote for. But that being said, we do have some principles that we can use and apply and and use discernment to to make biblically informed decisions. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I think what you're you're getting at is important, uh, Aaron, is that when it comes to things like politics, it isn't mm-hmm. just a black and white issue. Right. You know, we're not going to come to the scripture and they're going to say, oh, you have to vote Democrat or you yeah. have to vote Republican. And right. this is what the Christian should do. Yeah. Or, um, you know, don't vote for uh, so-and-so, but yeah. vote for this person. And uh, while the scripture does uphold government as one of God's uh, appointed means for the protection of his people and the preservation of society uh, for the restraining of evil and the rewarding of what is good um it, it's one of god's good things right um 
he doesn't necessarily lay out a blueprint for government for sure in the same way that he does for like church government very clear how churches are to be run right uh, but not necessarily civilizations and so um so there's there's not like a christian political party even though some have tried to uh, capture that uh you know like the christian segment or the christian yeah. voting block or whatever yeah and that and, re- really you know that first question kind of yeah. that we we tackle that issue right of, of this whole evangelical idea right and you know maybe let's just unpack that because i think uh, in just general society you think of the evangelical and you just automatically think like a republican and and, you know these are these like hyper religious people who are never going to vote anything but anything but you know right right but right and uh, that's that that is an interesting part like that first question that says you know with the elections near does the evangelical have the responsibility to vote and so Mm. just taking that sentence on its own i want to just be a little nitpicky here and talk about the well the word evangelical like i think that's actually lost its biblical meaning in our society like an yeah. evangelical kind of, it comes from uh, the word, the same word that we use in the, the scriptures yeah. for the gospel. Right. And so somebody who believes the gospel, who tells the gospel, um, is kind of its its roots, if you will. Yeah. And it's been hijacked and the term really has been politicized and now has come to designate like a voting block, yeah. a segment of society that votes a certain way, yeah. um, often associated with the church, you know, and maybe conservative Christians or evangelicals are, uh, you know, they are notorious or have a reputation for voting a certain way. Right. And it's unfortunate because it is actually a great term. It's a term that's been debated for a long time, well, the last hundred years or so yeah. in Christendom. Um, there's a great little book uh, by Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones, a preacher uh, in London from the mid-20th uh, century. And he has a little book called What is an Evangelical? I would recommend it. It's a great, helpful book. Um, but that was, he wrote that well, probably 50, 60 years ago now. But anyways, I'm yeah. off topic. I don't like that yeah. uh, necessarily um, because it's been politicized. And so maybe a better way to answer the question, look at it, does an authentic disciple of Christ right. have a responsibility to vote? And to that, I would say, yes, we have a responsibility as believers who care about our society, who are called by the Lord to be salt and light in the world, uh, to exercise this um, this right, this responsibility mm-hmm. that God has given us. Yeah. Um, now, we don't want to take it too far to say someone who doesn't vote is sinning against the Lord, you know? Right. Like, uh, some places you go in our like, culture, like, that's just the, the most inconceivable thing that somebody could do. What right. do you mean you did not vote? Yeah. Well, if it was just based on laziness or apathy or something like that, well, yeah, like, come on, man, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. get track together, be informed, and uh, use the influence that God has given mm-hmm. you in our society. Um, but there may be times where, like, just in good conscience, you can't vote for anyone you know and so that may uh you know that might uh withhold you from voting and and so and yeah i like i I like kind of that 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 balance that you you kind of just set up there where there is an importance and and it's a it's a it's a right that we're given by the country to vote and that's one that we're not we shouldn't take for granted yeah but really the the guiding principle there 
is influence our influencing right. society as Christians, right? And we yeah. have that just that that tension of that we are a set apart people, but we're living in this in this society. So we can't be naive. We can't be living, you know, kind of set apart outside of society. No, we are Christians in society, and we're not to conform to it and you yeah. know look you know like it but we are called actually to influence it with with what right. we know and what we have the good news right that's right and i think like you're saying voting is a means to do that it's a right. means to influence through the through how our government thankfully is set up right yep. it gives us a chance to influence and i right. think it's one that we should take advantage of right Right, and, and, and we totally should. And then in the same breath, also realizing that if for some reason our ability to vote was taken away, yeah, you know, like they said, oh, Christians can't vote anymore, or just humanity can't sure. vote, and you know, heaven forbid that like America was no longer a democracy yeah. like that, and it just became a dictatorship, and that was stripped away from us. Or we live in a different country. Like this, these we're talking very specifically to America yeah. and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know the the government in which we live. But let's say we were not allowed to vote anymore. That still does not take away our responsibility to live as gospel influencers right. in our society right. with our neighbors and particularly amongst those that lead. You know, mm-hmm. this is uh, why we live a quiet and hardworking life. Paul tells uh, yeah. Timothy, um, and so that way, you know, the government will be off our back and not uh, oppressive, and it gives us an influence. It's a yeah. measure of of influence in the society that we have. But, yeah, and, re- and really, if you think of of the great, you know, the great commission, you know, yeah. to go therefore and make disciples. I think a better translation of it is as you are going. You sure. know what I mean? And that it's that idea of like in whatever we're doing, we are influencing. We're building disciples. We're really just preaching the gospel in our. normal day-to-day life and it looks differently for everybody doesn't mean you have to be in ministry it's not uh reserved for us you know who work in the church but it's just that idea that we are influencing through our biblical perspective our biblical lenses right we're influencing our scope right you know the scope that god has given us that's right that's right and so by our holiness and the manner in which we live and by the decisions in which we make um, we should use that to influence society in one of the ways just one of the ways is through voting and so do we have a responsibility yes because it is an opportunity that god has entrusted to us uh to um to live and be part of the American culture. Um, but even as we're talking about influence, mm-hmm. we have to remember who's influencing who. Right. And we, like, we're not putting all of our eggs in a Democrat or Republican basket yeah. and allowing those political parties and their agenda to influence the way that we vote. Right. You know, it's turned upside down, actually, and we should be trying to influence, you know, political parties and all that, and particularly uh, politicians and and whatnot on the local level, all the way up to the, you know, the federal level, and uh, and and allowing what voice we have, mm-hmm. understanding that 
you know, Christian principles are oftentimes offensive to, you know, to the greater culture. They fly in contrast uh, to, you know, the prevailing winds of depravity, you know, yeah. in our culture. And that has always been the case. Right. This isn't just a, you know, 2019 issue. It's always been the case, you yep. know, and in some, in some cultures, in some eras, it's been, you know, uh, uh, even darker, you know, than we might be in 2019 and so, right and so kind of moving moving to the second part of this question mm-hmm. you know the first part do we have a responsibility i think we kind of established that yeah. that we do it's not it's not this like sinning or not sinning thing but it's this sure. we should be as christians being the salt and light of the world and yep. taking the opportunities that we have to do that and one of them definitely is voting right so then now uh, how do we think about how to to vote and this right. is this is kind of where we get into this grayish right and it's not a hard fast it's not we're not gonna you know you can't just church discipline someone because of the way they voted uh but i think we can delineate some sure. biblical parameters for how we should think about how we're influencing and, and how right. that should affect right. how we vote right right again there's not just like you know, a verse in the Bible is like, okay, go and vote libertarian. Like, oh, yeah, that's easy. Right, that's easy. Right. Um, but it, but it's like in a lot of these topics that we've covered on, uh, you know, this podcast and and uh, just other things in life, things aren't just bipartisan. Right. There's not just black and white, mm-hmm. either or options in right. life. Life is much more complex. And I had a great professor at uh, my time at Moody. Um, he was uh, he taught pastoral philosophy or something like that, or philosophy, I don't even remember what, but <laughs> maybe I should know that. But uh, but he used to say that the problem with extremes is it enables laziness. Mm. And uh, you know, just as we were talking about those concepts, it's easy just to like be out here on the fringes or like yeah, it's just an either or thing because right. we can just be lazy, lazy right. in our thought, lazy in our attitudes, lazy in our voting, and so it can be like, well, I just. I'm from Texas, you know, this is a red state, I should vote Republican, or my family's always been, you know, Democratic, and so I just, mm-hmm. and we don't get into issues, but it's easier to get that little card in the mail or whatever and say, you know, I'm this, or you go to the voting booth and like that. All you have to do is click one button and just vote all Republican, and brrr, right. you know, it auto fills right. it all in, bada bing, bada boom, you get your little sticker, you feel good about yourself, and on you, you go. go. Yeah. Um, and you have no idea who or what you just voted for. Yeah. And that's that's lazy. So we can't be lazy. Sure. We can't we can't be lazy in in any uh, election in using our responsibility and that's just a good principle I think for all of life. And so when it comes to politicians now and political parties, you know, these controversial issues and I think it's safe to say that every party has uh, uh, issues on their platform or their agenda that are contrary to um, biblical truth. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's not just one party that we can align with as you know authentic followers of Jesus Christ. That's just like we can know without a shadow of a doubt. Like every issue on their yeah. agenda is fully in line with the will of God. Sure. Like it's just, 
I just, I, that's futile. I don't, I don't know right, that's possible. Right. Um, and so we have to think about it a little bit more. Yeah. I think, I think one of the main, the main things that we need to address, mm-hmm. and I think this is why there is so much tension, especially with, with Christians in voting is that our government is not set up and it's not designed. And I think rightfully so, uh, for better or for worse, I guess, is that our, our government is not, uh, a theocracy, right? right? In mm-hmm. the sense that there's a governing religion that is implemented all throughout the land, sure, right? Where or that that God uh, is the king, exactly. And so that's where you know, as Christians, we are living in that. that we have to deal with that tension, right? right? Because right. it's not our the government of America is not God's kingdom, right? It's not the kingdom that we right. are a part of. That's right. not our kingdom, right? <laughs> right? And so, because of that, like you're saying, none of these, uh, you know, party national stages, their agendas are not, you know, they're not being derived from what does God want, you know, right. what is God's plan. Right. It's it's really they are, to their best judgment, using trying to figure out what's in our best uh, interest as a nation, right? right? And they're as humans who are broken, just like us, right. trying to figure it out. And so right. I think that's one of the the things that we need as Christians. We need to remember that you can't make one of the parties like the Christian party. Right. That's just that's, it's, it's that's just impossible. Not there. Right. And yeah. we can't be looking to a party or just the government in general. Yeah. We can't be looking to the government to uphold. Christian morality, right? Biblical doctrine, mm-hmm. you know, godly standards. That's just that's not the government's role. That's yeah. ultimately the church's job. Exactly. Um, us as believers, and so the government is in place to restrain evil, to punish evildoers, and to reward those who do good. This is straight from Romans thirteen. Yeah. Go and read that, and and I think you'll find it very helpful and informative. And so that's where we influence government leaders to do that, and to you know to have. Have uh, Christian morals, so they understand what is good and what is right. Right. But we also understand that responsibility in line with the radical depravity of humanity. And so, governments that are trying to keep the peace, that are trying to uphold that, um, those wins are are you know oftentimes and probably the majority of the time out of whack with yeah you know the Christian plumb line. And, uh, and so that's like, okay, well, we can't expect that we can influence, we mm-hmm. can do our best to, you know, to, to uphold that and to champion that and to influence those things. But at the end of the day, um, you know, the, if you read Psalm two, you know, the, it, the governments are often in rebellion yeah. to the Lord. Right. And our hope is in a coming king and mm-hmm. King Jesus who will return one day and uh, and write all these things. But in the meantime, like we're not looking to them. We're understanding that it's a broken people. It's a broken system. And so that's where we have to be educated and informed. So the parameters that exist as well, know then, be informed, know what um, Ooh, not just yeah. parties, but specific people stand for. And now when a politician aligns with a, a particular party, you can you know you can be pretty confident that they're going to vote in line with that. It yeah. takes a you know it takes a pretty strong politician to align with a certain party, but then on one specific yeah, issue vote differently. Yeah, differently. The party's agenda. That, that doesn't usually get you elected. Right. That, that, that you know you get labeled as a maverick and right. um, and that usually doesn't uh, go over well for a politician. So you can understand that. Um, now, 
we just have to understand like okay well where are these what how are they voting what's uh, right. what are the the topics um what are the agendas and uh and then go with the scripture right you know and uh form an opinion with it yeah. you know not just in isolation don't just go read a bunch of you know articles on fox news or cnn and then mm-hmm. form your political opinions right talk about it with your small group yeah. Um, talk about it with your your spouse, with your pastor, your elder, um, and uh, um, and 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 have them help you. If there's a specific issue, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, well, what does the Bible say about this? You know, about immigration, about you know, abortion, about right. equality, some of the hot topic things right now, right. and uh, and search the scriptures uh, with you know with your gospel community um, with uh, your you know your church leadership and uh, and then begin to form from there knowing that you know there'll be some people you can't vote for and mm-hmm. and uh, and and you may have to vote independence you may have to vote right. all those things and well and and I think there's this you know there's this elephant in the room that I think is worth mentioning and and maybe I wonder, I I personally wonder if every Christian of each generation has felt like this, but there is a cultural revolution going on as we speak, you know, of this this just society is kind of pushing the bounds of what is right, what is true, even what is truth, right? And as Christians, we have to be aware of that, right? And we have to be uh, very discerning to that, and as as using our government system that God has put in place, uh, trying to influence it as best as we can, and and not being, uh, not being swayed by what is culturally and socially popular right now. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I think, you know, some of these uh, popular cultural societal things that are coming up mm-hmm. are are just anti-biblical right and right. we we can't be uh it's it's hard it's easy to just kind of slide that under the rug and say well you know we don't want to cause a disturbance or anything like that but we we right. rather than voting our our maybe conscience that can sometimes be swayed of how we're feeling at the time i think we need to be grounded in the bible and biblically convicted right and vote that way right right Right, and and you bring up a good distinction there, Aaron, because you know, you'll hear the uh, that phrase even among Christians of "Well, vote your conscience," mm-hmm. um, which uh, you know, taken from a biblical definitions of that, sure, yeah. But uh, I think maybe it's better to say "Vote your convictions," mm-hmm. your biblical convictions, right? Because sometimes we can confuse our conscience or our convictions with the, just the way that we feel yeah. about things. Well, I don't like the way that politician makes me feel, or her mm-hmm. voice is annoying, yeah. or you know, he just he gives me the heebie-jeebies or yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a bad reason to vote for for Someone, anybody. Yeah. You know. Um, there's many presidents that we've had great presidents that were not eloquent speakers, mm-hmm. you know, that were unimpressive in, in you know on the platform in front of people, and yet they were men and women of great biblical conviction and were yeah. good leaders. Um, and so, just because something is uh, gaining a lot of you know steam on Twitter, um, it's getting a lot of headlines. You know, Fox News or CNN is is uh, you know running this whatever. It's making you know it's been on multiple news cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't always make it right. 
you know right. and just because it's the loudest voice doesn't make it the right voice yeah and especially today i think as christians who are really in the minority you know those that truly value the word of god yeah um who want to live accordingly and vote accordingly um that's more of a silent voice and even now being caricatured as a hateful yeah, voice for sure um and uh and you know are bigoted or you know antiquated you know out of date and uh and yet this this is what we stand upon and and so even if that's you know you you hear the logic like well if you don't vote republican that's automatically a vote for a democrat or vice versa or whatever and i understand the logic behind that but that's not what guides us in right, our voting. Right. Yeah, um, that a no, not voting for so and so is automatically a yes vote for somebody mm-hmm. else. Again, I get it, um, but that's not what guides us. Yeah, um, we have different, uh, we have d- different criterion for what we vote on, and uh, and I think it it just bears saying, even as we kind of wrap this up here, is you know we've already covered do we have a responsibility well sure yeah you know it's just like anything else in life we have a responsibility to live and work for the lord but at the end of the day there's only one vote that counts yep. for our government leaders and that's the lord's vote right you know romans 13 uh, makes this clear that it is the lord it is god who appoints he says this let every person be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. He goes on, then there's a warning. If you resist governing authorities, mm. then you are resisting God. It's like, whoa, that's, yeah. a, that's, that's a whole other uh, topic for another right, podcast. Right. that is. But, uh, but I think we can't, we can't dis- dismiss this, that our government is under the providential hand of God. Right. Um, and it's something we don't we don't always fully understand what's right, going on. Right, right, and that's and that's a comforting thought. Right, you know, as much as we may like or dislike a president, a senator, local governing authority, if they're in place, God saw fit to make that happen, right. and and they are there, and that's a comfort for us, even when we like them and when we don't. You know, yep. that they're they are on a leash. They have an expiration date, right. but God's governance does not have any, right. have any limits. It doesn't have any terms. Um, it uh, there's none that can uh, vote them off or vote them out or anything else. That yeah. is God who's in control. And I think some some good just closing remarks for all, for all of this. Uh, I, I think we we kind of stated it clearly. You know, kind of understand that 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 privilege we have to influence and and that's how we should rightfully look at the ability to vote and then just being informed informed about the the party's platform informed about the people who you are literally voting for right uh and then being biblically convicted right? right and and i like how we were not super you know black and white on what you should and should not vote for because i think this is something that with right. your small group this is something that you should you should be in community with your small group leader yeah. with your church leaders and just being yeah. like what does what am i supposed to be biblically convicted about yeah. regarding the topics that are at right. hand today right, right. and so right. i think it's something that we should be uh, diligent to to know what we're voting for and being even more diligent to just be biblically convicted right. and just ask for right for discernment and 
and even more so just praying for our country's leaders amen amen you know there isn't uh there's there's not like the parameters here are understanding what the government is for and yeah. so here just the quick questions like okay does this party or this particular politician does their agenda uh restrain evil mm-hmm. punish evildoers and reward what is good yeah and so from there you can kind of make your decisions yeah. and uh um and 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 vote accordingly uh trusting at the end of the day the sovereignty of god to lead you and you know our governments well thanks for tuning in to consider it a ministry of redemption bible church here in new Braunfels, texas where we are taking on questions regarding life theology and the church if you'd like to submit a question text the word redemption and your question to 474747 If you'd like to learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.bible. We thank you for your support in listening, and we hope you'll join us next week as we consider it.